Welcome to the Wednesday evening, December 23rd, 2009, teleconference. Tonight, lessons from the front line and our topic, giving and receiving. I want to welcome you to this call or to this recording, as the case may be, depending on how you're listening to it. And, um, boy, what a day it's been. It's, uh, I don't know about everyone else, but sort of that holiday energy starts to throw things a little bit for me. Luckily, things aren't being thrown at me. (laughs) Today started out as a a good day, um, and actually it has continued to be a good day. But um, my, uh, I'm staying uh, with my mother because uh, her roommate is away and she needs someone to stay with her, which is actually quite nice during the holidays. So I'm really uh, embracing this with a lot of, uh, a lot of gratitude. And um, so this afternoon after my errands and running around and everything were finished, uh, we went out to do some errands together. And uh, my plan was to go back to my house to do the call. Um, I get a little bit used to having all the crystals and the essential oils and just my routine and the singing crystal bowl and everything that I do to get ready for the call. And I thought, this is perfect. I'll get my mother all set up at her place. I'll go back to my place. It'll be quiet. I'll just settle in. And we got back to her place and... We pushed the elevator, and we heard someone saying, could you please open the elevator door? (laughs) This is not a good sign. Um, My mother, who is closer to 80 than she is to 75, is um, really challenged with stairs, Um, one of the reasons that I'm here staying with her. And so there was someone stuck in the elevator, and there's only one elevator um, here where she owns a a condo um, in California. And so uh, they still haven't gotten that woman out of the elevator, and we just got up to her place doing three flights of stairs about five minutes before this call started. So... You know, this is, those of you that have listened to me before, have experienced, um, you know, these recordings, this call, know that I tend to be very centered and, you know, right there with it. I've done my work and done my spiritual focus and everything like that. And tonight, um, I did happen to have some essential oils with me. I do have um, some citrine with me, um, but I'm not. But you know what? Sometimes it's not about having everything go the exact way you think it's going to go. As a matter of fact, I think that was a topic of one of our other recordings. But tonight is giving and receiving. I want to read to you the message that went out about this. Tis the season with the love of the holidays in our hearts and our families gathered around. This is truly a magical time of year. I find that most people become less focused on themselves and more focused on others. We all seem to be making our own lists and checking them twice. Now, this year I've been gifting quite a bit. And it's always interesting to me the responses I receive from people. This past weekend, uh, Sunday actually, a few days ago, 
I offered free healing sessions here in Orange County, uh, one of the healing centers that I work out of, and it was quite a beautiful and fulfilling and, and really uplifting experience for me and provided me with lessons from the front line. And that's, that's what this call is all about tonight is, is giving and receiving. Um, I think it just comes at a perfect time for us um, as possibly, you know, so many of us are focused on giving and receiving right now with the, with the holidays upon us. So when I did this uh, this weekend on Sunday, I put announcements out all over the place. Uh, I put it out to my local meetup group for Dream the Biggest Dream. I sent it out to all 1,700 or just shy of 1,700 friends I have on Facebook and let others know about it. Um, and through all of that, so we, we hit well over 1,700 people with this. Um, now realize that all those Facebook people aren't local, um, as some of you know just immediately hearing this. But uh, I, I, I would say there's 120 or something in Orange County. I ended up with seven appointments. I was willing to take... 16 and um, do half hour appointments for each of them but I got seven appointments and I immediately committed to give everyone an hour session well I will tell you from the time I started at the healing center to the time I finished this is not loading in all of my equipment and crystals and everything that takes about 30 to 40 minutes to get set up there and 30 to 40 minutes to get set down um, just the time that I was in session with five or ten minutes in between sessions, I was working uh, in the capacity, I don't always like to call myself a healer because I think I'm only a healer when I'm healing myself. Um, I prefer to call myself a facilitator, a catalyst, and uh so in my role as a facilitator and catalyst, I spent 11 hours working with people on Sunday. And not only did I work with them, but I gifted everyone a crystal. I gifted everyone a little bag of dried lavender with an additional crystal in it. I gifted everyone my 105-page experiential workbook as a download. Uh, you'll also get that tonight. Um, and uh, my time and my energy. Now, several people knew me, and they, they came in, and they weren't surprised by this. Uh, this has been part of who I am and how I do things. Now, there were several people that came in that, that didn't know me from the get-go. Maybe they knew me from Facebook or knew me from Meetup, and they were absolutely blown away. I also offered everyone that came in a follow-up phone call to assist them in getting started on their 21-day program. And it got me thinking, you know, what do people really expect out of their interactions with others? And are people really, are we all really ready to receive? And maybe 
just as important, certainly just as important, are we all really ready to give? And so I, I had an absolutely incredible day. I've said all along in my process of being Dr. Dream and my program Dream the Biggest Dream that there hasn't been one time that I've worked with someone that I haven't gotten out of it just as much as they've gotten out of it. It's always that way. And it's that way whether I do it for money or whether I do it to be of service, to be in service. And this is always interesting to me because there's a question that sometimes people will ask you. They'll say, you know, if you didn't need the money, if you, if you had just won the lottery or you just didn't need the money, would you be doing what you're doing? And my answer is, I'd be doing more of it. <laughs> And it's a nice way to be. And I continue to work that way with so many people. Now, I'm not independently wealthy. I am involved in quite a few things, but to be quite honest, in the past several months, in over the past year, it's been a bit of a financial struggle for me. I do my work as Dream the Biggest Dream. I've never felt that um, I have monetized it. And it's not out of a lack of wanting to figure out how to create a financial energy flow to it. It's just that it hasn't presented itself in a way that feels right to me. But it hasn't changed the fact that I know that's the work that I came here to do. I have other projects. I have other businesses. At times, they've been very good to me. And at times, there's been, you know, a bit of a bit of slack in some of those other endeavors of mine where I haven't felt the same way that I feel about the work that I do with Dream the Biggest Dream. Never once has my effort for Dream the Biggest Dream let me down. Interestingly, my effort in my other areas, in my other endeavors, has at times let me down. This is now fascinating to me because I've never actually vocalized that or thought of it the way that I just said it. So I guess in a sense I'm still processing If you look at my Facebook page and scroll down for the last four or five days, you'll see some comments from people. You'll see some testimonials from people that that received a session from me on Sunday. I can hardly express how touched I am at the responses that I got back. 
I've changed around what I do and how I do it. Part of what I did on Sunday was a bit of a test for me and my universe. It was a test for me to see what impact the work that I have chosen to do, what impact that can really have. I have a couple of regular clients that come over every couple of weeks. Um, I have some a couple of people that I'm working with, um, coaching or mentoring. Uh, but the full-on session that I do, I, I really wanted to, based on all the changes and everything that I've gone through and how I've incorporated that with how I do see what the response would be. It's also that time of year. I've had other times in my life during the holidays that I've been in a position to, to give a lot. I had uh, many years there where I made an awful lot of money, a good amount of money, not an awful lot, a good amount of money. Um, those were materially abundant holidays for me. This one isn't so materially abundant. Uh, mostly, I just have two gifts that I wanted to make sure I could get for my daughter. Um, and, and I give so much to her on so many levels on a daily basis that that, that didn't bother me. Normally, I've got you know 15 or 20 gifts for her. And this year, just just two important gifts. Um, and I've pretty much handled that. And so I wanted to do something and touch others and have our lives intersect for an hour or two and see where that took us. I had a number of people in tears in these sessions. <laughs> You're like, oh, good job, Dr. Dream. <laughs> no, no, no. These were, these were good tears. These were good release. I had, well, all the people that shed tears also let out bursts of laughter. Um, I had experiences in these sessions that I had never facilitated for anyone at any time in my life. I've incorporated some processes, some modalities in what I do that, that I haven't in the past fully integrated. Uh, those of you that have been connected to me for a while know that in August I started uh, really doing quite a few guided visualizations. And between August and now, put well in over 600, <clears throat> 600 or 700 people through guided visualizations. Uh, it's very powerful. So I've started combining that with the rife technology with the frequency work that I do 
with the crystal healing that I do and with the essential oils. And um, listen, I'm right there. So I'm also breathing the essential oils. I'm also feeling the right frequencies. We did some forgiveness to joy. Um, we did some... Uh, see, I don't have any of my notes with me because of my different location this week. But... Um, uh, follow your purpose with focus. Um, these were really powerful sessions, and I was watching the faces of my clients, if you will, as they were having these experiences, and it was truly, truly moving for me. And I left there, I went home, and I was as exhausted as if I had been, you know, working out on the chain gang all day or something like that. I had 11 hours of doing the work that I do uh, and putting that kind of energy out, and I was just, I was just a shell of myself. And I got up the next day and um, went in for a, a consulting job that I'm uh, considering. Did some other stuff. Nothing really seemed to go right that day. Just seemed really out of the flow of, of my life. And I didn't quite understand it, but it took me to a place I'm not really used to going. It took me to like, wow, this must be what like being depressed is like. Um, and I didn't like it. Uh, it's not a place I want to, I choo would choose to visit again. And um, with my tools and with myself, I did all that I could to move myself out of that. Tuesday yesterday was a little bit of a different day for me because I woke up and I said, well, I'm not going to repeat what happened on Monday. Let's figure some things out. The consulting job didn't pan out, and um, times being what they are right now, and me getting a little bit tired of, you know, the financial struggle, although my spiritual bank account seems to be overflowing, I said, let me get on Munster.com, and I uh, started looking around, and I, I started applying for some marketing jobs, jobs that pay like 85000 plus a year. 110,000 applied for something 140,000. And I started thinking maybe this is a good thing. Maybe this gives me more of what I need right now. You know, that financial freedom. Maybe this is what I should be doing. And I started thinking that gee, I'm take this full-time job with this big corporation. It's not going to leave me a lot of time to do my healing work. It's not going to leave me all the time that I've made available for my daughter. But I thought, you know, there's things that I've been wanting to do for Maya that I used to be able to do for her that I haven't been able to do. And I'd be able to do all that. started thinking back to my father, my father who transitioned in April of this year, worked hard in his life, worked real hard, and made a lot of money. I always felt that it was at the expense of his family. 
we were able to, before he transitioned, talk about this, share our feelings, clear the air, as it were. I never held anything against him, just thought that when I'm in that position, I'm going to do things differently. So it's interesting that all of a sudden an old pattern would try and kick in for me this week uh, and say, you know, you got to go do that. you got to just be focused on the money. So back to the story, I, I sent out a number of resumes on Monster.com and this morning I got up and I was all excited and I went back to Monster.com and um, it was in there, everything was there, I was all logged in and everything like that and then all of a sudden it something happened and it asked me to log in again. So I went and I logged in again. It wouldn't let me in. I thought, oh, maybe I didn't use that email address. I know it was one of two. You know, find me at markfeedler.com or my att.net address. So I tried both of them, and both times it didn't just say your password's wrong. It said, we have no record of this email address. And I thought, what the heck is going on here? So I got on live chat with their support person, and over the course of the next 30 minutes with this person, he came back to me and he said, we can't find you anywhere in our system. He said, do me a favor, open up another browser window and go ahead and create a new account with those email addresses and see if it lets you or see if it tells you you're already, you already have an account. And I went and I created two new accounts, one with each email address. I even sent him emails that Munster.com had sent to me saying, we sent your resume out to this company. I said, you know, it's not my imagination. I didn't just dream this up. This, this was real. So he had me do this. I set up two new accounts, one with each email address that I would have used, and one of them was the one that Munster.com had been contacting me at since yesterday saying we got these resumes out. And it allowed me to set up new accounts. I got back on the live chat with this person. I said, have you ever seen this before? He said, I handle these calls, these live chats all the time, and I've never, ever heard of this happening. Well, I thanked him for his help, and I sat there for a little bit. And I said, well, this is interesting. I made it real clear last night that I'd like a sign from God or the universe whatever your terminology is, to allow me to know what, what my path should be right now. Actually thought that might be a job offer of $95,000 a year. And instead, this morning, my sign from the universe was it's not about you finding a job with a big corporation. All right, I've got to be honest. I haven't really processed all of this. This is still pretty fresh for me. I don't know quite what to make of it. Talk to my mother. My mother's normally the one that would be saying, Mark, 
you need to get a real job. You need to get out there and make a lot of money and take care of yourself and your daughter. But earlier this week, she said to her roommate that he should spend some more time with me. She went on to say that she used to suggest to me that how I was living my life was not very realistic. And she went on to tell her roommate that that now she believes it. So that was earlier this week. Last night I read to her some of the comments that people had made about the sessions on Sunday. And she agreed with me that that's what I should be doing with my life, that that's what my life is truly about. So this morning after Munster.com made a deal with God or the universe to expunge all of my information, I told her what a strange thing had happened. And I said, you know, I didn't quite know how to handle it. But I'm sensing that there's something big in the works for me. And if I can just continue to hold on, if I can continue to have faith, belief, and an inner knowing that this is truly what my life is to be about, that it would present itself and open up to me. Didn't quite know that the phone call would go in this direction tonight, and I'm not quite sure what's come out of it right now. I do know that that everything's going to work out. I do know that my calling is bigger than being vice president of marketing or director of sales and marketing for some company. Honestly, if an offer came through tomorrow, I'd take it. It takes an awful lot of energy to be juggling everything that I've had to juggle this year. I had a couple of clients on Sunday that that I know pretty well, and I know they give of themselves quite a bit. And part of their visualization was their inner child on a teeter-totter. And part of the speaking that I did at that point of their inner child on a teeter-totter was that You can't just give, you must receive, and you can't just receive, you must give, because one without the other is like one child on a teeter-totter. It's just not going to work. And I had them visualize their inner child on a merry-go-round, and I said that child spends equal time on each side. Well, there's no mistake that that's how I chose to talk about this. There's never any mistake. It's not just for the people that show up in front of me. Remember, my friends, 
like energy attracts like energy. I have no doubt that whoever's listening to this tonight, whoever's listening to this recording, you're dealing with some of the same things. It's bringing up some stuff for you. I don't choose to be on the teeter-totter alone. And I like the full ride of merry-go-round going round and round with equal balance on all sides. In my giving, immediately in those moments, I'm receiving. I had a call last night with a person, an amazing being that I'm honored to be mentoring right now that brought me to tears. And I was able to tell this person in that moment that I was receiving so much. And I knew that they must be receiving an equal amount. Because certainly I felt like we were on the seesaw together. I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing. I really wouldn't know how going to continue to ask for signs on how it can facilitate what just needs to happen in my life. I'll never forget this week for a number of reasons. One is that my mother actually vocalized that she really believes and sees what it is that I'm doing and that there's value in it. Not that I needed that validation, but as she's getting older, the fact that she was able to connect with me on the highest level of who I am and what I'm about, whether she'll be able to see it all come to fruition or not, means <clears throat> means the world to me. I connected with my father on that level before he transitioned this year. It's a beautiful time of year. I have nothing but love for all that is so appreciative to the people that showed up on tonight's call. I know it's not an easy time of year to take you away from family and wrapping presents and activities. It means a lot that it was important enough for you to show up now. I will continue to show up for you. You just let me know when you need that. I'm going to... Oh, actually, I've got a couple of quotes. I'd be remiss in in not reading. Mother Teresa says, Let us not be satisfied with just giving money. Money is not enough. Money can be got, but they need your hearts to love them. So spread your love everywhere you go. I like that one a lot. 
Wayne Dyer said, when I chased after money, I never had enough. When I got my life on purpose and focused on giving of myself and everything that arrived into my life, then I was prosperous. Lao Tzu said, kindness in words creates confidence. Kindness in thinking creates profoundness. Kindness in giving creates love. Still working on what it's all about, except I know the core of it. And the core of it most certainly is unconditional love. Going to unmute the line, and uh, whatever you'd like to share or comment, please, please do so. And this is your opportunity. Hey, Mark, it's Patricia. Hey, um, Patricia. I just want to say, want to say um, that um, your honesty is beautiful, and um, it's just very touching to hear you talk about your mom. And, you know, I was right there with you in those emotions, like just feeling you your, and your energy. And um, I'm just so happy for you that you, um, you know, that you were able to make that connection with your father before he transitioned and that, you know, you're able to do it now with your mom. And, um, you know, I can just imagine where this is going to take you um, in your relationship with her. And I think that that's amazing. Thank you, Patricia. I so appreciate you. And I am learning so much from you and from our conversations. Um, Just kind of blows me away a little bit, even though I know that's how it works when it happens and when I'm right there in the moment with you and and my doors get blown open <laughs> it's uh it it's touching for me and and is changing me and I just want to thank you for that anyone else tonight well this is barb um that was pretty profound and it's interesting because I literally saw your status on Facebook like five seconds before I called in. So I had not planned because I'm, I was supposed to work today, but I've been home a little bit sick, so I should make the call. And uh, uh, like Patricia said, uh, everything comes up for a reason, and everything you said resonated perfectly with what I am dealing with, finding, uh, having a job I love, but kind of going um, about things maybe in the wrong way, you know, the whole thing about doing what you feel your you know, passion is and all that, that's going to take care of the rest. So I'm very grateful for, uh, for you and what you gave tonight and for being here listening to it. Thank you, Barb. I'm, I'm appreciative of you being here um i was appreciative a couple days ago when we connected and um i think it's it's beautiful that our second connection point um has been this call tonight in what uh, i described in the email as um uh, you know the dream the biggest dream teleconference like sitting around the fire with good friends and good cheer um tonight just 
the the mightiness in small numbers that we are um, in the intimate setting, as it were, of um, the holidays and everything else. Uh, what a what a beautiful uh, what a beautiful opportunity for us, and and thank you for showing up. Anyone else this evening? All right. Well, I wish you each and every one of you a really incredibly amazingly beautiful holiday. Uh, we will have a call next week, um, two days before the new year, and uh, I hope that you will join us, invite other people. That will be next Wednesday, December the 30th. So with just all the love of the holidays and all the love that's constantly always overflowing from my heart, I thank you. I appreciate you, and I love you. Have a great, great Christmas, and we'll be here next week and just spread that love. Take care, everyone. Good night. All right. Good night, Mark. Good night, Barb. Bye-bye.